going on, guys? I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And welcome back to Pilot Era, the show you listen to because you can't be watching TV right now. You doing that intro, like, makes me just smile. I don't know why. <laughs> well, that's good. I'll keep doing it then. It, like, gets me into the zone, you know? It's We know it's ready to start. Yeah. I'm like, okay, turn on. Bing. Bing. How you going, buddy? I'm good. I'm a bit cold. Like, you, you look fucking cold, yeah. Well, I think it's because I'm a bit tired as well, so I'm just like... Fucking tired and cold as fuck. Oh, yeah, fair enough. We've got to get this over with so we can maybe squeeze in a quick nap for you. Squeeze in a little nappy before my uh, dance practice. A nappy before you pracky. Yeah, nappy before pracky. <laughs> that sounds so silly. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, it's still the weekend. Sure is. For now. Sunday. Sunday. Woo-hoo. I start my new job on um, Friday. Holy shit. It's so weird, like, because I think they wanted me to start at the financial year. Yeah, it seems so, that way since how they delayed it. Yeah, July 1st, right? So July 1st is a fucking Friday, so I go to work for one day and then have a weekend. I really don't understand, but at least like there's less pressure on you. You get to go there and like see where you're going to be working and sort of start setting stuff up, and then it's a weekend straight away. Yeah, exactly. It would be kind of nice to ease into it. I'm just hoping that they don't make me stay like late or something because I have um like a dance performance that night. Yeah, start off on the wrong foot. Yeah. Like, i got to go um, day one. It's five o'clock. Uh <laughs> No, but it's not till seven, so I've got heaps of time. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll take all my shit just in case I have to stay. Plus, it's super close to the house. Yeah, I mean, it's like 20 minutes down the road. Hoo-hoo. It's going to be good. Living the dream. Better yeah. than an hour and 15 minutes like me. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, you don't have that long to go, so. Yeah, yeah. Push through. Head down, boy. <laughs> Head down, thumbs up. Do you remember that game? I yeah, of course. I used to love that in school. I used to hate that game. Why? Because, like, how, how are you? Are there any clues? You just, you're literally just guessing. There's no skill. Yeah, I don't know why it was so fun. Like, when I think about it now, I'm like, that's so dumb. I think it's just you weren't doing work. Yeah, true. You kind of just associate it with being able to fuck around instead of that's doing it. work. I can lie down with my eyes closed. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, like, have a little little nappy before pracky. A little nappy before pracky. Throwback. <laughs> Throwback to a joke two minutes ago. It's the easiest way. Love to see it. All right, should we get into some stuff we've been watching? Let's fucking talk about my fucking big news. I mean, you're going to do it, so you may as well talk about it. Let's call this Kate's Corner, hey? All right, it can be part Kate's of Kate's Corner. Corner. So, like three days ago, there was this big tour announcement for... For what genre of music, do you think? <laughs> They're throwing a, like, K-pop festival, like a two-day festival in Sydney. And, yeah, it was announced, like, three or four days ago. And they're like, all right, tickets are in, on sale in two days. And everyone was just freaking out. Because we haven't had any K-pop acts come here for years because of COVID and that. And they've started travelling now, but mostly to, like, America and Europe. And Australia's just like... You know, never on the fucking list. So, yeah, I get to go and see, like, all these K-pop groups over a two-day festival. I got VIP tickets. They were, like, $400. Ooh, swish. Yeah, I was, like, refreshing this fucking ticket page for, like, an hour and a half because I was freaking out that I wasn't going to get these tickets. And we'd also already booked our accommodation, like, before we even got the tickets. Yeah, I think that's fair. Smart. Smart. Well, you were going to go whether you got VIP or not. Yeah, we, we would have got some sort of tickets. Yeah, and we booked our flights last night, so everything's sorted. Oh, my God. So, in August, me, Shelby, and Alita, and Kai are all going to be going to this festival together, and it's going to be so fun. So cute. I'm very excited. And we get to do, like, high waves, which is kind of dumb. This is so stupid. (laughs) So, there used to be a thing called high touch, right? 
where you walk past the idols and you get to like give them a high five and like say hello or whatever. I did that with Stray Kids when they were here last. But now because of COVID, you're not allowed to touch the idols, right? <laughs> so you basically just like walk past them and just wave at them. So it's a high wave. And there's like a plastic, I've seen videos of people doing it like in the US and stuff. They're just sitting on stools with a piece of plastic in front of them and you just walk past like, you know, 1.5 meters fucking COVID safe distance. Um, so yeah, it's pretty funny. I get to do those as well with the VIP ticket. Oh, lucky duck. Yeah, I'm like in the f- fucking front section, going to be right next to the stage. And one of my favorite groups, One Us, is going to be there. So I'm very, very excited about that. Sick. Yeah. I actually spoke to one of the members the other day. You did, yeah. How was that? <laughs> it was stressful, man. I had like a video call with this guy and I won it because I bought like a bunch of albums and you go into like a drawer and 10 people win. So I won. But yeah, I was sitting there for 40 minutes freaking out that I wasn't going to get to talk to him because the first time they called me, it didn't go through. And then I got pushed to the bottom of the list. Thankfully, it worked. And yeah, I got to talk to him for a couple of minutes. It was really fun. And what did you guys talk about? Well, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you should come tour Australia soon. And he was like, I hope so. And then two days later, they fucking announced that they're coming to Australia. I'm like, you fucking dog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you do your high wave or whatever, just give him the finger and be like, be you like- fucking lied to me, you scum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, yeah, it's very exciting stuff happening for me in K-pop at the moment. I also got chosen to do, like, this dance cover with my teacher. It's all happening. So, yeah, she's chosen, like, some students to do, like, extra work outside of class to do, like, a proper dance cover where we all have, like, you know, each person is a different member and she's going to be in it as well. So I've never danced with my teacher before in the same group, so that'll be fun. Yeah, and lots of my friends are in the group, so going off yeah so much exciting shit happening for me new job fucking k-pop festival doing this dance thing what you been watching uh i don't know what have i been watching oh iron chef oh wait wait they released a new season of iron chef on netflix fucking curtis is on it oh curtis oh curtis and um some other iron chefs and it's just yeah the same thing as always like a competitor comes in and goes against an iron chef they have like 45 minutes to make five dishes or something with a secret ingredient. But yeah, it's really great. I think I only have one episode left now. Oh, gutted. Which is like the final one where the challenger that did the best has to go against all of the Iron Chefs at once. Holy shit. And then, yeah, if she wins, I guess she gets Are they all the... working, all the Iron Chefs working together or they're yeah. working like separately? Uh, I think they but... must be working together and then she can kind of bring whoever she wants. I guess she'll have four other chefs come with her. Seems rude. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go against five Iron Chefs. That's pretty fucked up. But I really liked her cooking when she was on it. It's like Korean-inspired food, so I'm, I'm always interested in that. You're not one tone at all. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> I know I am a little bit at the moment, but that's all right. I don't think I've really been watching anything else. I've just been keeping up to date with Big Brother and RuPaul and all that kind of shit. The usual rotation. Yeah. Well, should we get out of Kate's Corner and into some regular shit we've been watching? One hundred P. We've been trying to get through From ever yeah. since we covered it for the podcast. We've only got a couple of episodes left. Like We'll probably polish that off tonight, I reckon. Watch them before we uh, go back to work. Otherwise, was it yesterday? I feel like it was yesterday. We watched The Perfection or The Perfectionist or whatever it was called. That was Friday night, yeah. Friday? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That was a weird fucking movie. Yeah, it was dumb, wasn't it? We watched it because I saw this TikTok. <laughs> Where this guy was like, you have to watch these 10 mind-bending movies. This one looked kind of interesting. But, I don't know, it did make me feel uncomfortable. It did? Yeah. 
the woman is sick and she's in the middle of nowhere in a country she doesn't know and like throwing up and in pain and then they get kicked out of this bus so they're in the middle of the desert, whatever. Yeah, it really like preyed on my kind of health anxiety. <laughs> so that part made me uncomfortable. And then I guess we don't want to spoil the actual film so we can't really talk about the other part that made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but it sucked. I, d- I didn't like it. You were pissed off because it had title cards, which is fair enough. I hate title cards. Yeah. It would go through the film and then it would stop and then it would physically rewind. Yeah. And then, like, play it again, but from a different perspective. But you could just tell what was happening. Yeah, you didn't even need the rewinds. Like, no. you already knew what was going to happen. Could have just said it. But I feel like the rewinds, like, cheapened it. Yeah. And they really liked a, a bloody twist of the camera, didn't they? Just, like, like rotate the camera. Shows you what emotion they're feeling. You're like, no, it doesn't. You're just... Doing it for the sake of it. Yeah, you're just spinning the camera around. They tried to make an art house movie with, like, a Hollywood budget. That was the feeling. Yeah, I know what you mean. So it comes off feeling pretty, like, cheap and... It was, yeah, crap. And then the best part, you didn't even see it. They did, like, a stupid snorry cam while they were doing it. So it's just, like, this woman's face during, like, the climactic scene is just, like, the woman's face who's not involved in the climactic scene. (laughs) This isn't fucking Scarface. (laughs) Yeah, and there was, like, a really weird tonal shift for that scene as well that was, like, so out of place from the rest of the movie. There was a lot of weird tonal shifts in this film. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'd give it out of 10. What would you give it out of 10? Probably, like, a 6 out of 10. It didn't look terrible. I was going to say, like, 5, maybe. Yeah, it didn't look terrible, but it was terrible. (laughs) And, like, the ideas were solid, but they were not expressed in the correct way. Yeah, I feel that. 5 out of 10. So last night, we watched the first Hostel movie. (laughs) This is so different from how I remember the movie being. Well, it's like any other movies that were made in this time. You think they're totally different and they're just trash. Because <laughs> I remember watching this when I was a kid. Like, I was probably like fucking... Wait, when did it come out? 2007 or something? Six. 2006. Yeah, so that's a really long time ago. Yes, well. How many years is that? I'm really bad at maths. 2022. 14 years? <laughs> 16 years. Yep. 16 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I would have been, like, fucking 14 or something when this came out. Yep. It really, like, fucked me up when I was younger. And I was like, oh, this movie's going to be crazy. We're going to rewatch this. Half the fucking movie, nothing happens. Like, 40 minutes of the film is nothing? Yeah. I was like, all right, let's, let's get into the torture. Like, let's get some gore going. And it's like an hour, and you're like, I haven't seen any blood yet. Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> There's not even a hint that it's a horror film for the first 40-odd minutes. Yeah. Was that what was so shocking about it back in the day, that it was just unexpected? Maybe. I mean, well, it came out at the, around the same time the Saw movie came out, right? Yeah, I suppose. It would have been around the same time. That movie, the whole thing is just, they're in this room and they're dealing with this thing. Yeah, from whereas, the start. Yeah, whereas the first 40 minutes is like these assholes. And obviously for the first 40 minutes, you're supposed to be like starting to like relate to them and yeah. be like, whatever. But you don't because they're the shittest people. Yeah, exactly. They're such trash guys. You want them to be killed. I wanted them to all to die, yeah. The fact that, spoiler for a fucking 15, 16-year-old movie, one of them doesn't die is just like fucking so shit. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't care. Like he's supposed to be, you know, like the good one or whatever. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> He's just the not involved one who speaks more than one language. It was not as good as I remember. It was bad. It was a bad movie. <laughs> but I guess we're going to watch the other ones. <laughs> Have to now. Yeah, so we're locked in. Was there three? Yeah, I think three. Okay. But the classic thing where you think back to it and they cut away from every single scene and it, the part of it that is actually in this area is so short. Yeah. And it's not really that scary because of it's filmed like in the early 2000s. So 
Everything's like really bright. Nobody knows how to build tension. <laughs> Everything's fucking yellow. It felt very yellow. No, I didn't enjoy it that much. Five out of ten. Another five. Yeah. I'll probably give it a five out of ten as well. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling pretty uh, average Pr- pretty today. Pretty angry. <laughs> anything else? I don't think there's anything else, is there? Should we get to the main event then? Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> so this time we watched Man vs. B. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Such a stupid name. How did you feel about this, hey? Oh, it was a bit of fun, wasn't it? Well, I mean, I guess the first question is like, do you like Mr. Bean? <laughs> I like Mr. Bean. Do you well, like Mr. Bean? Well, then it's fine, isn't it? <laughs> did you watch it a lot when you were a kid? So much. My uncle owned all of the videotapes. Oh, God. VHS cassettes. Wow. So I watched them all like a million times. I'm just trying to find the IMDb page, which is being very fucking stupid for some reason. Yeah, so this is Rowan Atkinson, obviously. Of course, yep. If you didn't already get that from the Mr. Bean. Yeah, so that's why we watched it, basically, because we, we watched Mr. Bean when we were kids, and this is his new show. I'm like, yeah, let's give it a go. Rowan Atkinson going back to classics. It's sort of like, what if Rowan Atkinson was in Mouse Hunt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what the show is. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so the plot is just him house-sitting. He works for this house-sitting company. New employee. New employee. And he goes to this very fancy house that's all touchscreen. There's, like, remotes for everything. It's very, like, like this guy owns, like, a $2 million car and, like, all this fancy artwork and stuff. And if you've ever seen Mr. Bean, you know that, obviously, lots of things are going to start going wrong. <laughs> And yeah, they've they've given him this manual that's got all the information he needs and the codes for the alarms and all that. Yeah, yes, you can imagine <laughs> that gets destroyed pretty quickly. <laughs> it does. I thought it was very clever. Yeah, it was I think funny. the um, yeah, the IR drawers and stuff is going to be very funny as it builds up. I loved that. It is very much Mr. Bean meets Mouse Hunt, so it's just going to keep getting worse and worse as it goes. Everything is very expensive but very precarious in this house for some reason. Yep. Everything is overly complicated for no reason. There's like a dog that's not allowed to do a bunch of shit. And then all it is is that he just gets distracted by this bee for like 10 seconds. Like the bee character it like actually has character. It's not just like a bee. It obviously is like it's supposed to have... It's his adversary. A personality, yeah. And it kind of, like, you know, stares him down and shit. Like, it's supposed to have, like, what's the word? And it's trying to fuck with him. Well, you can't really tell. It's... Autonomy? Yeah, it's just a bee, but (laughs) there's hints that it's, yeah, messing with him when it's probably not. It's just a bee. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Is it like a CGI bee? Yeah. It looks pretty cute. Well, they didn't train this bee. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) Train a bee. I like the bee. I thought it was really cute. Okay, 10 out of 10. Cute bee. 10 out of 10, cute bee. And dog. Dog's pretty cute. Cute dog. And there's a cat too. Yeah, for like an eighth of a second. Yeah. I guess like at the start, you see that he's in court. Yeah, it's a very abrupt start to the show, isn't it? Yeah. So obviously like the couple is suing him. This is in the future. Suing him for all the damages for his on their property. And you see little clips of like all this fucked up shit that's happened. It's the more extreme stuff that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, I don't really understand why they've given away parts of the show like at the start. Yeah, because those, those would be like really funny moments. Or maybe we won't even see those moments. I don't know. It's one of those very adapted from American TV things that we see all the time where they like ruin yeah. the whole thing at the start. Then they start the show. I don't know why that's becoming more and more common. Yeah, I don't like that. Every fucking show has a TLDR at the start. It's like, um, you know, in music with songs, like, I don't like songs that start with the chorus. 
I don't know if there's that much of that in um, like hardcore music, but in K-pop, occasionally they'll do like the chorus at the start and it really pisses me off because it kind of like gives away the hook of the song. Seems weird. I mean, you can listen to the song as many times as you want, but I'm probably not going to watch this show eight times. I don't know. Just like it really bothers me. I'm like, I just want it to build up to that, you know, instead of spoiling it all at the start. Well, this show did not succeed in that. No. But yeah, I thought it was a really fun show. It made me smile, you know. You you kind of know all the shit that's going to happen, right? Like he puts the fucking manual on the stove and you're like, okay, well, he's going to burn that in the next five minutes. Yeah. But it's still enjoyable to like see how that happens. You're like excited for things to go wrong. You're like, oh, that's going to happen. And then you're still happy when it does and you get that like serotonin. Yeah, but it always it also kind of annoys me. It's obvious that so many things could go wrong. Yeah. Just like stop for one second. You're like everything <laughs> is in the manual and it's like, okay, what's the first thing you do? I'll probably read it. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't you sit down and read the whole manual? Yeah, I'd sit down first and read it and he's just like, oh, I, I finally got this cupboard open. Oh, look, there's soup in there. Going to make myself some soup without looking at the burner that I'm using. Yeah. There's just always so many things. If you just stopped just like, for a second. Yeah, if you, if you yeah. did what a normal human would do. But that's again, that's not the point. Cause, no. I mean, isn't the whole thing about Mr. Bean is that he's an alien or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So he's, yeah, I think that is. Because he like falls from that beam of light in the sky at the start of all the episodes. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be like canon, right? That he's not actually human. I thought that was part of it. Is it not? I think so. <laughs> but I don't think this character is supposed to be an alien. No, but it's the same sort of deal. It's just like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like Just you so can't, oblivious. You, as they do like the tour of the house, so the owners do like a really quick walkthrough of what's happening without really giving him that much information. But again, everything's in the manual. Mm. But she's just listing things that are going to be really hard to do. Yeah, yeah It's just yeah. like, oh, this is how you turn on the sink. It's like you wave your hand up to turn it on and then like left and right for hot and cold and then down, turn it off. And you're like, okay, so he's not going to be able to do that when there's a fire or something. Yep, 100%. And oh, you wave your hand to open all the doors. Well, he's not going to be able to do that. So he does this thing now where he only knows how to open one door and he has to sit on the ground and like <laughs> yawn to make the door open. It's <laughs> so good. Like the weird positions he has to be in to open these fucking cupboards. Yeah. It's very well like planned out, but mm. a lot of Rowan Atkinson's like physical comedy stuff is like all about how well you planned it out. So, like, later on he'll need something out of this drawer and, like, they've already happened, like, something's on fire and he has to get it out of the drawer, but he doesn't know how to do it. So the only way he knows how to do it is to, like, lie on the ground and, like, yeah. move his arms in a certain... Yeah. So it'll be, like, they'll build those up. things. So yeah. he has to do, like, 12 of those in a row. Yeah. And then when it gets to there, I think it'll be quite entertaining. Mm. Yeah, this first episode, obviously, is just... I don't think it's nearly as bad as it's going to get, like, in the future. No. Nah. This was pretty tame, like... Yeah. I just... I, f- I find it just quite... I liked the listing of all the things, you know, that the guy's like, oh, that there's a book in that room. The dog's not allowed in there. That book is like an Old Testament from fucking Jesus times or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, that that's going to get destroyed. And yeah, like, they're just listing bad things that are going to happen. Yeah. I just, I like it. I think it's fun. <laughs> like, this is worth this much money. This is chaos. worth this much money. You can just imagine the chaos that's going to ensue. And I just, I just love it. It's also very short. It was like under 20 minutes, the first episode. Yeah. And there was like, what, 10 episodes or something? Yeah, which I think is good because yeah. it's basically just chaos. It's good to have places to stop, yeah. quite a few places, because it might get a bit much. Because even that episode was a bit much for me at points. I was just like, oh, really? don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do this. Stop. And like, when he no- he knocks over that statue thing, and I'm like, why is it fucking there? Like, why is... Why is th- there's this tiny little bit where you can walk, Yeah. and there's a fucking, like... What do you call them when babies have them? 
Uh, mobile? Yeah, mobile. Yeah. yeah, he's got this adult mobile, so you can't walk in that direction or whatever. Yeah. Through this little, the only part in that room you can walk. And he's like, yeah, uh, get a, the thinnest metal stand you can that's, like, obviously so unstable. Put it right next to the front door in the middle when you have a dog and then put, like, a fucking ancient statue on there. Yeah, how has all this stuff not been knocked over before with this yeah. dog running around? All Everything time? is so precarious in this house. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just it just adds to it. But, you know, there, there are people that have houses like this, though. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, there's celebrities. Like, Don't you remember the fucking Kim and Kanye house? Yeah, though? that's exactly like... what I was thinking, where... <laughs> Every room is just, like, full of artwork. But they only had, like, one thing in each room as yeah, well. Yeah, because they got so many fucking rooms. It's like a $3 million thing just standing in the middle of a room and that's And that's it. all the room's for, yeah. Yeah. So it's not outlandish that rich people have these kind of houses. No, but, like, come on. Yeah, that's quite a lot. I wonder if the gardener is going to get more involved. I hope so, because it's all obviously going to take place in that, a very short in period. In one, yeah. one or two days, yeah. So the gardener's probably still going to be there. Yeah, I like the awkwardness there. That was quite good. He's waving his arms trying to open the cabinets yeah. and the gardener sees him and he just slowly turns it into like a wave. But he has to turn all the way around to pretend he's waving at this guy. I liked that. That was good. There's nothing like just awkwardness between like two older Englishmen. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel that in my soul, you know. I'm like very uh, comforting to me. This is just a peak Rowan Atkinson thing, isn't it? This is it. This is what he does. He knows how to do it. He knows how to nail it. Does it seem like he hasn't really aged that much? Like, I mean, he didn't look great before, no, <laughs> if that's what you mean. Yeah. I just feel like he still looks pretty, like, youthful. <laughs> he just looks the same. Yeah. It's weird. He looks like he hasn't changed. Maybe he's, like, got a lot of makeup on or something. Mayhaps. Oh, there's also the mention of a daughter. Well, she's in the courtroom and there's a photo of her, like, on his phone. Mm. There's a woman in the courtroom, too, like, obviously the mother of the, yeah. the kid, but it seems like they're not together anymore. I doubt it since he calls the daughter. Yeah. Like f- five times in a five minute period and then is weird that she's not responding or picking up the phone. Oh no, calm down, dude. Well, she couldn't be doing anything. So I'm sure that'll come come into play a bit more. Yeah, it's fun. I, I liked when the bee is like under the cup and then it starts like pushing the cup. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah, what else is there to say about it? Should we have a quick look at the um the umdebe? I think it's about that time. What would you rate this? Well, what would what do you think other people would rate this on IMDb? Who knows? There'd be so many people who'd be like, this is fucking stupid. And he'd be like, I love this. Nostalgia. It's nostalgia. Yeah. So maybe a 6.2? 7.3. Oh. From over 4,000 reviews. So this is, it's trending pretty well. I mean, you got to be able to bring yourself to watch it. Like, it's not like you can come into this with a false sense of what it's going to be, is there? No. Nah. You know what you're getting yourself in for, right? Yeah. Short comedy family. It is a nice fun thing that you could watch with um, with little kids, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's PG. Is it is short one of the genres? Yeah, that's the first genre. What the fuck? Short. A man finds himself at war with a bee while house-sitting a luxurious mansion. Who will win and what irreparable damage will be done in the process? Well, you did already tell us that he burns the house down with a flamethrower, so... Yeah, I I'm like going to assume scene. the bee wins. Well, they tell us that he gets um, charged... That's the thing that I thought was very strange. Yeah. He, like, gets, he They're like, gets you've, charged guilty. You've been it. found guilty. Do you have anything to say? That's not how courts work, though. Yeah. <laughs> so you give you evidence before you get a verdict. <laughs> it looks like we're going to get a lot more characters coming in. People are just going to sort of randomly which walk is, into this house. Which is fun, yeah. I'm assuming this guy is the gardener guy, no? I think so. I don't understand... You're in, like, a huge rush. It's There's always stuff like this. It's just so they can tell the audience, right? So it'll be, like, 
the couple hasn't communicated to each other that there's going to be a different guy coming. Yeah. Until, like, the minute he shows up. Yeah. They haven't had this conversation So yet. the wife is, like, blindsided that someone different's coming than yeah. Orlando, who's their usual house sitter. They haven't left enough time to have the discussion with him about, like, everything that needs to get discussed because... The car's there. Well, yeah. But, like... <sighs> Why not? If they knew there was a new person coming, like have them come like 10 minutes early or five minutes early or whatever. And then, yeah, there's the things where they're just pointing out how expensive things are. Like, like we're in a rush, we're in a rush, we're in a rush. And the guy's like, let's go to the garage and look at my $2 million car so yeah. I can tell you it's worth $2 million and that's it. I think the husband guy is supposed to be like pretty incompetent because he spends like the whole time like looking for his shoes, right? So it's obvious like, oh, it's this uncom- incompetent husband that hasn't told his wife that there's a different person coming so they haven't organised him to come earlier and the car's coming and, yeah. But they would have had the- that conversation. They live in the same house and that. Oh, no. I don't understand people, yeah. why, like, riders don't know how people talk to each other. <laughs> Rich people. They don't communicate. Right? I guess. You don't feel like you have to. No. I've got so much money. Just pay someone to communicate for me. I just don't understand. But again, it is like just to tell the audience, but it does annoy me that they can't do it in like a more competent, like easier way. Because mm. she could have just said it to him. Gosh, I hope there's another manual somewhere. Probably not. Uh, send him a PDF. Yeah. Because you've obviously taught, you haven't handwritten this fucking manual. Yeah, you'd think so. It, text her and be like, Do you have a document on your computer? Yeah, could you send me a PDF? Just lie. Be like, or Could you send me a PDF? There's like, so it's easier to search for things because the manual's quite long. Yeah. But again, like he's supposed to be an older person and probably hasn't thought of it. He's also still trying to kill this bee and now there's a dog in the library. In library, yeah. <laughs> which has a code on the door, but like the front door doesn't? Is that what we're supposed to believe? I think so there just was one this... for the front door as well, wasn't there? Because so there was two one... codes. But that's just to open and close. There's a code to lock it and oh, a code right. to unlock it. that was for it. the same door, yeah. For some reason, there's two separate codes. And that was like one of the jokes is that, oh, it's the years of these naval wars and then he says like really obscure yeah naval battles and i was like who cares <laughs> it's like i i i did appreciate that as a idea for a joke um maybe he'll suddenly remember these dates maybe yeah but that's the thing he won't be able to like google the battle dates because they're complicated names or whatever mm. i don't really know if there's a whole lot you can say <laughs> just a classic pg rated rowan atkinson chaos piece so fun are we gonna keep watching it probably it's not gonna be that long is it no <sighs> I reckon we can smash it out. I want to see more of the little bee. He's so cute. The bee is the part you want to watch. Yeah, and the puppy. Well, I mean, there's worse reasons to watch a TV show. I like animals. What can I say? Well, if there's nothing else, do you want to get into ratings? Yup. Let's go. Plot. Does it have one? No. (laughs) No. But it is just to introduce this situation that this guy is in. It's not really a plot. The plot is going to be this guy... The, if you break down the plot, the plot is going to be this guy breaks this thing because of a bee and then he breaks this other thing because of a bee and then he breaks this... It's not like... It's not great. <laughs> it's more like like a sketch. Yeah, it's just a really... very, very, very long sketch. Yeah. The plot is more like you like the to concept. say, the concept yeah. and the idea that... <laughs> We're introducing the setting. Yeah. And then everything's going to happen in that setting. I think it's a bit rushed. And I understand that that's part of it to make it more complicated for him to remember these things that are occurring. So I do also understand that. Doesn't really have a plot, <laughs> I don't think. I feel like Mouse Hunt had more of a plot. Well, do we want to give it a rating then or not? Five? <laughs> Seven. Okay. <laughs> Characters? There's a guy and a bee. <laughs> the gardener? The puffy? The come on, the you bee. are you are grasping. <laughs> the couple, 
I doubt we're really going to... Are we going to see the couple again, do you reckon? He's supposed to call them every day, so I'm, I'm assuming there'll be some, like, manic phone calls where heaps of shit's going wrong and he's trying to, like, pretend everything's yeah. fine. 100%. Yep. I think it is... Yeah, it's just going to stack. So They're fine. I don't really care about them at all. <laughs> I'd like... I'm excited their house is going to burn down. What, because you don't like the rich people? Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I don't like them either. And then he is, like... It's a Rowan Atkinson oblivious character. Yeah. He's annoying because he does things he definitely shouldn't do and humans wouldn't do, but that's why all this stuff happens. So, And I like th- I like that the bee has a little bit of a personality and it seems like... It's- I mean, it's hard to give an animated <laughs> insect <laughs> But it's just cheeky, you know? Is it though? It's just, just hanging out. I think I'm just like putting a lot of my own thoughts and feelings onto this bee. <laughs> well, I think that's what they want you to do, isn't it? Yeah. You're like creating it for yourself kind of thing. To make it like more of a versus thing, or like, hey, he, the bee got one in, hey, yeah, yeah, I liked it. I'm gonna give the characters like a an eight because I I like the nostalgic factor of Rowan Atkinson, and I like the little cheeky bee. Six and a half. And uh, cinematography and what it looks like. There's nothing really to say, is there? Like it's just shot like a English sitcom. <laughs> I would have to give it a bit more credit than that. It's a bit more clever than the usual sitcom but it is a chaos piece so a lot of camera angles really add to that oh, and yeah, they totally. and they do like have a lot of the cuts are very clever and a lot of the ideas they have around like why things are happening are very clever and it sets it up so that you're like you feel terrible about it the whole time you're just like that's gonna happen that's making me tense that's gonna yeah. happen that's making me tense and it's colored really well it looks really nice and mm. it, it, it like, does it yeah. does like make you comfortable yeah 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 it is um, very colourful. I like the colours. And for something that is very short and very chaotic, it doesn't do so many cuts that it feels rushed. Yeah, it feels natural. Which is hard, I think, to do. But yeah, I appreciate they've they've tried with all of the camera work that they're doing for something so small that's a PG-rated things blowing up and being on fire piece <laughs> for little kids. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's actually like, it's up there. And the music was a bit fun, just like kind of... It was very fun. Obviously, it's going to be like... The old-fashioned, like, orchestrally done, where they yeah, have, like, yeah. people who write it as it goes. Yeah. Well, there's a bee. And then... I like that. So he's running. It's like chaotic shit. And then there's, like, do You know, like, tense, like, moments where it's, like, do Yeah. Yeah. The music was fun. See, I think that that could be probably one of the better parts of it. Yeah. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, how it looks and how it feels and how it sounds, it's really good. So Better than watching it on your old VHS tapes. Probably not. Do you remember how shit quality like VHS tapes actually were? The thing is that you barely do. You barely do. I watched like stuff that we used to film in high school that was like, here's the one down from the top of the range shit because like one of my friend's dads used to run like a company doing wedding videos or whatever. Mm. So he'd just like give us the stuff that he used to use to film all this shit with. Okay. And it looks fucking awful. It's like <laughs> 270p or whatever and you can't see what the fuck is happening. And you're like, yeah, we used to watch basically that, but also there was static on it. Yeah. And then also... Lines that like yeah. went down the fucking... Always. It was crap. And you had to rewind, like physically rewind the fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, and everything was on CRT, so it wasn't like square and flat. Like all the edges were like fucking Curved. warped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Crazy shit. Yeah, but not fun. But I did love those stupid VHS tapes. Yeah, me They're too. amazing. <laughs> I'd quite like to watch a VHS again. Sometime soon. But well, we don't Mr. have a player. All the Mr. Bean things were classic. Like, he paints his house by putting dynamite in a tin of paint, and <laughs> he drives his car by sitting on top of it for some reason. 
because he wants to sit in his chair and he always hates that like three-wheeled car. Oh yeah, he always has so many problems with his car. Mm. There's that one where he's like trying to get into the car park or something. There's the whole thing like where he has to gets changed in front of this guy on the beach so he like puts his bathers on and then he takes all of his clothes off through his bathers and then it turns out the guy's blind. Yeah, (laughs) that was such a good episode. I love that one. It's that same thought process but brought into like just pure chaos. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea. And I feel like we need something like this at the moment, you know? It's been lacking for a while. Like a real physical comedy piece like this, yeah. So do you have an overall score you'd like to give it? It was a lot of fun. And I really like the way that it looked really made me feel good about it. It's just dumb. It's very dumb. But it's dumb because it's supposed to be dumb. Mm. And I feel like tense and bad about all the things that are happening. But it's like, guess what, idiot? They want you to do that. That's the point. So you're like, so it's a complete success. Yeah, and you just so find I'm, yourself being like, "Oh no!" Yeah, <laughs> every five, oh, every five seconds, just stop what you stop what you're doing, and it's like, no. Nah. So I'd have to give it like a, probably an eight out of ten. I was gonna say eight as well. Yeah, it's for what it is. It's very well done. We don't have a good one. We well, we haven't had a new good one for a very long time. It's Rowan Atkinson. I really can't go past anything that he makes because he's Genius. very smart. Yeah. What did we watch this on again, Stan? That's on Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Okay. Was it a Netflix original? Did I they think make it? Netflix might have paid to make it, yeah. Okay. But why wouldn't they? Smart, yeah. Mm. Very, very smart. I saw yesterday um, that they're doing another season of Black Mirror. They haven't released one for like three years, probably because of the pandemic and shit. Yeah, fair enough. And everyone's like, why are you bringing this out? We're living in Black Mirror right now. And it's like, yeah, we don't really need that right now. We need fucking man versus B. That's what we need. I mean... I love Black Mirror. I'll watch some more. Yeah, I'd watch it, it too. <laughs> it did sort of start to like wane and go like a bit fucking down. Yeah, I feel like they'll probably pull it back this season though. I've got a good feeling about it. I was going to say, nothing's made me feel uh, that awkward and terrible for a while, so um, why not? Great. <laughs> yeah, um, what are you going to do? <laughs> got to avoid that shit by making yourself feel terrible. And then you can wash it down with a bit of man versus B. <laughs> yeah, just like watch one, you know. Interchangeable. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Let us know if you get onto Man vs. B. It kind of makes me think about that. What was that show, The Man vs. Wild or something? Pick anyone. Man vs. Food. Man vs. Food. Yeah. Yeah, not a very inventive name, is it? But it works. Yeah, let us know if you watch it. And if you've got anything else you'd like us to watch and review, you can contact us on all our social media pipes. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Pod, YouTube, go check out our fucking videos. Some of them are performing quite well at the moment. We're very um, impressed with that. And Josh is editing right. a new video at the moment, which um, I think that would be a good one. It was, was it, a lot of fun. It's coming. It was a lot of fun to film, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes out. Yeah, you can email us as well, pilotarapodcast at gmail.com. Please do. We love you. We do. And we'd love to hear from you. And we're excited. Talk to you next time. <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>